Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. He's just a hack. He's just an absolute hack. And he gets his ass kicked by his teammates every week. It's just, you know, it's terrible. It's just terrible. Joining us again here back on Hack City is Colorado State wide receivers coach Chad Savage. Coming off of a victory over Utah Tech. We haven't talked in a couple weeks. Coach, just simple question. It sounds like you guys are pretty pretty high right now. The vibes are good in the facility, in the locker room. How's everything feeling after this two-game winning streak coming off of that Colorado game? I think it's much better than the last time we talked. Obviously, victories do help a lot of things. And I think once guys get a taste of success, it changes how they practice. It changes how they prepare. Last game was an interesting game versus Utah Tech. We had two lightning delays, um, two 30-minute delays. One happened with about a minute 30 left in the first half. So we had a 30-minute delay, came back out, played a minute and a half of football, and then we went back Uh in the locker room for a 20-minute halftime. So it was just getting the guys to handle adversity. And first half, we didn't play our best football, but then second and in the second half, we came out and we started to execute. And now we just got to capitalize off that victory going into the conference play. It was a bit of a, a trending uh, topic, I guess, when, when Notre Dame had their lightning delay and they went and got a bunch of hot dogs for the guys and then they came out swinging in the second half. Was there any uh, decision to go grab some hot dogs or anything to, to get guys there, ready? There there were some hot dogs. Now Let's go. Were, yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, I did not let my receivers touch any. I said, oh, not, what? No, we're, not, we're, not, we're not touching the hot dogs. Was that a lineman exclusive? Uh, there were some other positions looking at them. I know I don't know who ended up eating them, but I just told my guys. I said I, I better not see you guys eating any hot dogs. <laughs> was there any? I'm just. I know we're kind of focusing on this, which is typical for the show. But was there any pushback from the receivers? Like, did they get also anything in, in, in separate from the hot dogs, or they were just fine? We're ready to run. No, I just I pretty much told them to treat it like a pregame routine. Listen to their okay. music, fuel up, Powerade, water our pregame snacks that we eat just to treat like a pregame, get in their groove, foam roll if they have to, but I don't want to see them eating a hot dog. <laughs> that's that's tyranny. Uh, you're sitting in the lightning <laughs> delay, and how many how many of the Gatorade chocolate whey bars can you have in a season? We're going into October. We've done good, fellas. We're dealing with this nonsense. I'm not saying you have three or four glizzies. But maybe, you know, maybe you just have a bite or two and finish it up after the game. But I, I don't know. Wide receivers run all day. Wide receivers run on candy and 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 and, and chips yes. and everything. It's it's crazy to see linebackers, D linemen, offensive linemen having better diets and nutrition than wide receivers, and they're getting uh deprived hot dogs uh during a delay. <laughs> uh don't tell Sean about food. He's he's gonna oh, he's gonna yeah. get upset. I bet the I bet the specialists were uh were probably the ones that were partaking, but <laughs> all right. In all seriousness, I did want to ask about um, Torrey Horton's performance, though in the game. Apparently, the no hot dogs helped him because he goes for ten receptions for two hundred and twenty-seven yards and three touchdowns. I, I don't know why more people weren't talking about this day that he had. It was uh, it's up there as one of the best receiving performances of the season out of anybody uh, up there with that Malik Neighbors game that we had against Mississippi State. I, I'm just curious, and I'm sure that they're 
as it's been every single week. What was the approach going into this game for Horton? And was there maybe um, a, a thought of was try and feed him the ball? He's been our guy, and we're going to keep doing that. He's been our guy. He he knows he's our guy. Uh, opposing defenses knows that he know that he's our guy. And when we game plan every Sunday, we obviously have a list of plays on how do we get Tory the ball because he's a playmaker. And when he gets going, our offense starts to get going. And so we started off the game versus Utah Tech. We were in empty, and he got a few touches early on, and he started catching fire. And after that, he just got hotter and hotter. But really, it's no surprise. People really heard about Tory. I think, after the Colorado game. Mm. Really, if you know this program and know what we do offensively, people should understand what kind of player Tory is. He's a guy that's going to play on Sundays at the next level. He does have another year of extra ability, of uh, eligibility, I should say. But, I mean, he's a consistent guy day in, day out. We've had all 32, t- 32 NFL teams come through our building, come to practices to talk to our coaching staff about a guy like Tory in – He's complete. I mean, he can hurt you in quick game. He can hurt you in the intermediate routes. He can hurt you deep. And even though he doesn't have the most physical looking frame, he's physical on the perimeter too. And so I think once he continues to grow into his frame and with the draft process, he's training and eating the right way. He's a guy that's going to have success on Sundays. Coach, you're facing Utah State. They're coming off a close win over UConn. They hung 78 on Idaho State and played Iowa close. What about this team are you focusing most on and preparing the most for, uh, I guess, with your room and then uh, with the uh, entire team especially? They're a well-respected team, and we respect what they do and what Coach Anderson does. And we're going to their place Saturday. It's a a 6 o'clock kickoff. But we're excited. We just want to stay ready and play our brand of football. It's not Mm – a about who the opponent is or who we're playing. We want to establish our style of football. And on offense, we can't have any self-inflicted wounds. we got to eliminate the penalties. we got to be poised in the red zone. And we got to stay composed on third and fourth down situations. And we got to start fast. If, if we don't start fast, we're a different team. And when we do get rolling, we have the ability to put up points. And we trust our defense. I know Utah State's put up points every single game, but we trust Coach Banks and what he does with our defense. So the rest of this Mountain West standings and schedule that you're now entering, we were saying before we started taping that you guys had probably one of the hardest opening slates of a a G5 team having to face Colorado and Washington State now transitioning into your Mountain West play. The standings right now at the top, you guys are, are just like starting to get into that conversation at the top, but the teams with the best records that had lighter schedules Air Force we're used to, Fresno State we're used to, a couple newcomers with Wyoming that's had a really good start to the year, uh, and also UNLV has been a really surprising team that's played as well as they have. I, I just am curious with some outlook here, which of those teams, I don't know off the top of my head if you play all of them or which ones you do play, but are any of those teams you're worried about or the ones that you think are going to be the most difficult of a matchup? Not necessarily worried about. Uh, we're just focused on the team we play that week. We're not going to look ahead to if we play Boise State or if we play UNLV. We don't play Fresno in the in the regular season, but we do know some teams are off to a hot start, Fresno State being one of them. And it's a well-respected program, but a lot of people overlook the Mountain West. There's a lot of good teams in this conference, and I really think it's it's wide open every single year. If a team gets hot, they have an opportunity to go win this conference every single year. It's not just one team that's going to dominate it. And 
I think we're in a good position right now with our four non-conference games. We played a tough team in Washington State, who's a top 25 opponent. Colorado was a top 25 team at the time. It was an incredible atmosphere for our players to play in that. And for the most part, I mean, we played well for 58 minutes. We didn't win the game, but they showed up and they performed decent. And then we go to Middle Tennessee, which isn't an easy atmosphere on the road. And we came out victorious. Then we had Utah Tech at, at home this last game. And uh, we got it done. So we do have some momentum behind us. We're just trying to build on it right now. And, again, we're trying to get our guys to understand, prepare, and have a sense of urgency every single day. It doesn't matter who our opponent is. Be consistent with our approach, dialing on the details. Because as coaches, we could talk till we're blue in the face about mm. preparing, right, being detail-oriented, competing at all times. But at the end of the day, it's got to come from within the players, and we're starting to finally see that. Coach, the Mountain West is uh, – they're a bit odd right now because they're in limbo by not being one of the conferences that has shaken up tremendously. They're, they're kind of just – they've been consistent with the teams that they have. Uh, and then regionally, you now have the Pac-2. Are you averse with merging with them? Is there, is there any hopes that you add Oregon State and Washington State in the Mountain West or take on the namesake of the Pac-12? I know that they're – there's a whole bunch of meetings and a whole bunch of lawyers and a bunch of people talking at each other about who gets to name what, what, uh, but would you mind a possible merge with those two teams? I wouldn't mind it at all. And I don't think the wide receiver coach or recruiting coordinators in the position to make those decisions, but <laughs> I know our administration with our president and our athletic director, we're in a good spot to join another conference or if those teams do want to merge with us in the mountain, in the mountain West, we'll open, uh, we'll welcome them with, with open arms and so right now, like you said, we are in limbo, but we're just ready to whatever move they go, we'll, we'll be ready to go. So 85 Utah players this week got new Dodge trucks through NIL. That's pretty cool. No one's going to say it's not cool. Everyone likes a new car, new truck. It's least until you're off the team, graduate, whatever. I, I think a lot of players come to school with cars. Personally, I might find a scooter more valuable for maneuvering a college campus. I don't know the layout of Colorado State. I'm imagining it's hilly. Top of my head, I'm imagining there's a yeah. good amount of hills. So maybe a scooter has helped me get up and down a little bit. Do you think that a good souped-up electric scooter may be val more valuable than those Dodge trucks that the Utah players got? I'm for sure going with the scooter on campus. Uh, <laughs> we don't have many hills like you might be imagining, but guys got to realize with a parking permit, you got to pay for that, right? Yeah, parking's right. Not always, parking's not always easy on a college campus. And if you're running late, it's going to be much easier to just put the scooter aside rather than trying to find a parking space a block away on campus to be ready for your 7 a.m. meeting. Yeah, I feel like the – I don't know. It's just me that it's it's a fun story to be like, look at all these players getting free cars. But it's it's kind of a burden to to get a car on a college campus to have to park it, and then a truck none, nonetheless to try and fit that into a parking spot. Right. I, I would love to get some sort of a a study on how many parking tickets these guys end up yeah. because of just the the brutal nature of of parking services. But yeah, I don't I don't really I, I think that the scooter would have been a much more much better of an option like Sean brought up here. At least Go as a freshman him. or a sophomore. I mean, the, the the Colorado State needs a little NIL initiative, get them going together for at least the underclassmen yeah. that, that 
you know, they're coming from their dorms. They're not coming from off-campus housing. I, I'm not certain of the situation, but I'm guessing some juniors and seniors living off campus. So get get the scooter going up the dining hall, back down to the to the weight room, to the practice. Easy. I think drive that the truck around the parking lot, man. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Yeah, I think scooter's <laughs> the way to go. All right, Sean, last question. You want to get to the, the, the video that you want to share with Coach here? Yeah, sure. I, I, I saw uh, Coach Savage at Coach Chad Savage on Twitter uh, reacting to an Adrian Wojnarowski report about James Harden participating in uh, Philadelphia 76ers at Colorado State University this morning. Yep. And then uh, wanted to follow up. Do you think Harden should stay with Philly? Do you think he should move? And they, do you think that this unit could run a solid pick and roll with him and a video should be arriving uh, to you right now? Uh-oh, I'm ready. I'm ready for this one. <laughs> it's it's being sent to your phone if you could pull it up. Or are you – okay, I didn't know if you were no, running. No, I, I have not do not disturb, but I'll uh, – let me okay. my text. Okay. This has to be one of the worst videos that's ever oh. been sent to me. Oh, look at the big man get up. Look at the big man get up. <laughs> Ooh, watching it what? twice. Okay, what was bad, the question, John? Sean? Uh, yeah, <laughs> basically, I wanted, I wanted, I was finding a work way to show Coach Savage that I could jam a football. It was not a basketball, obviously, but I could jam a football. Uh, and I do think that I could operate decently in a pick and roll system with yeah, that's James got athlete written all over it. If you, given the opportunity, you just wanted to flex nuts. That's why you you brought that up. <laughs> Look, no, he's tweeting about hard, and I had to work it in. My I mean, golf game went to hell once he started joking at me. I got to pivot to another sport. No, you, oh, hey, you, you can play. You can I play. And that, I, yeah. I, although the 76ers are practicing our facility, we also do have the fraternity league and the men's league going. So there's there's different options for you if you do show up. <laughs> but by the way, I, f- I forgot about that. Has there have you guys been able to interact with with any of the 76ers players? We haven't. I know our my uh, equipment manager that helps out with the wideouts. He's talked about meeting up with their equipment staff. I think going to watch a practice. Um, I haven't. It just cool. hasn't worked with our schedule. We've been pretty busy preparing for for Utah State with practice and, and meetings and doing recruiting in the evenings. But it's pretty sweet to have him on campus and to have him in our city. And anytime we could get our logo attached with the a professional team it always helps out i mean branding is branding and so we're, mm. we're trying to capitalize off that that's pretty nice sure. I, I remember during training camp uh the jehovah's witness uh of the <laughs> northeast was using our basketball facility and auditorium uh, so we had to we had to stay nice and quiet and polite when walking <laughs> uh, that's funny during that's camp funny. you know it's hard to do sick of being upsold at gyms my guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.